Flip Folder app is revolutionizing musical ensembles across the country using state-of-the-art connectivity technology. Visit flipfolderapp.com to see how your ensemble can improve efficiency in rehearsals and performances, save time and money, and improve musicianship. What's going on, everybody? Happy March 4th. Welcome back to College Band Radio, brought to you by College Marching, sponsored by Flip Folder App. I hope you all enjoyed the live show this week. And if you didn't catch it, make sure you tune in next Wednesday and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. It's always a great time. If you have any questions for us, there's a live chat. You can hop in there and ask away. And we'll be more than happy to, to hang out and answer those questions with you. And all in all, it's just a good time. So this week we'll be talking about our personal kind of stories about our transition from high school band to college band and like what that looks like for people. We have some two really cool interview segments later on about some people's experience with that. Um, I thought it would be cool if we all kind of talked about what ours was like, because I know it's, a, it's different for everyone. I know personally one thing that was really hard for me was memorizing the drill faster. I know when I was in high school, we kind of did one show, and we did that every week for our games and maybe switched out the music, but, you know, it's a lot more fast-paced when you get into college bands, usually. I can definitely relate to that, Savannah. When I The first week of practice after band camp, I was just... I was so lost. Like, it was so much faster than I did in high school. I was just, like, looking. I was like, like, all right, we're going to go to set two now. I was just like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> thankfully, 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 there was, um, we had a vet who was my shadow for that week. So she knew where to go. And I was just like, oh, Lizzie's already there. I'm just going to run over to her. No, you're good. Um, my freshman year, I think we had a game. It was either, like, the first week of school or, like, the week after um, so all of band camp, we had to learn our 12 minute pregame in that like one week and all of the, the like 10 songs for that. And then they're like, okay, now we also have to add a whole show. And I was like, I was just trying to learn the name of the fight songs, you know, and then like the horn moves. It was, it was a lot. Um, thankfully, like, you know, we, we pick it up kind of quick, but it's definitely a bit overwhelming. And I remember I had the, that same experience, my very first, uh, my very first time at, you know, a college band camp. I'm gonna date myself a little bit here, but it was right. It was the the year be, or the year the season before the first of the new Star Wars movies came out. Um, back in the, the prequels, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The prequels definitely, definitely not the the sequel trilogy. Um, like we were doing a Star Wars show for it, and I remember like all summer, you know, I had the music, I was practicing it all, and it took me basically all summer to learn the music and then when you know we got to band camp we started doing drill you know after the week of band camp pregame's done the drill is done and then they were like and congrats that's gonna be the longest you're gonna have to learn new shows and i was like what <laughs> and then you know we we performed that show you know that that like the next day after we got back from band camp and then we played it the week after that and then i was like all right time to learn a new show we're gonna be playing this new show in a week great <laughs> It's like what now? <laughs> it was yeah. it was just such uh, like an overwhelming experience at first, but it's also like you know like a rite of passage. Like everyone in band has to kind of get up to speed real fast. Yeah. Looking back on it though, like man, this wasn't even that bad. But I feel like back then I was like, I'm never gonna learn this. This is so bad. And now I'm just like, yeah, you just go over there, kid. It's fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs>
that was definitely daunting, like, the first week as a rookie to kind of have to, you know, power through, like, the pregame show and the first, like, halftime kind of thing you do. But, uh, you know, as the season goes on, you kind of get more used to it. Sometimes there's a couple more weeks between shows, so. But then those shows even sometimes get more complicated. So I think at this point I'm kind of used to it. But um, I don't really remember being super stressed out about it my rookie year, but I'm sure I was. (laughs) There's the whole other, like, the memorizing music part, and, like, a lot of bands also do, like, choreography. So there's that, too. That's one thing that was, um, I know, a challenge for me besides, like, kind of off the field. Yeah, especially when we um, when we march up and down the street, uh, when we're not playing, we have like choreo to every song. So it was really like it was quite a moment when you like see especially the best feeling is when you're a sophomore and you know all the choreography and you get to like march with the freshmen for the first time who don't. And you're like, I know everything. I'm so good. <laughs> Can we go from here? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone goes through it. It's it's such a wonderful feeling when you go through it as a sophomore. As a freshman, it's very overwhelming. Can can relate yeah. to that. Those all those like traditions that they don't tell you about at <laughs> camp. When you experience those for the first time, it's it's so much fun. You know, I remember hearing the the vocals in the cadence for the first time, just trying to figure out what everyone was saying. Like I, I hear all these words getting like shattered by the band around me. And I'm like, what are they saying? Because you know it's. <laughs> I wonder what it was like originally because they don't I'm sure they don't pass it down like this is what it is it's like no just learn it you'll you'll figure it out and I wonder what it started out as and it's just like a, a game of telephone that's been played through the years my my favorite things are the um are the the vocals and just the those traditions that you learn as a freshman and you're just like what does this mean the upperclassmen tell you some story that is some twisted version of something that they heard when they were a freshman and I can think of a few a few different stories similar to that um that i remember learning about uh you know different chants and things that were put into our cadences like different vocals and whatnot um and hearing and being like what what's what, what's that from and then you know they they tell the story about it but then you you're talking to an alum from like you know five ten years before them and they have a very different story <laughs> as to what that meant um you know i i personally didn't have too many of these but you know being a mellophone player who lived in the low brass house at Rutgers, uh, they at Rutgers have a very long tradition or a history of traditions, uh, and so I got to kind of see into into some of theirs and just witness some of the stuff. Low brass is weird, Band man. Tradition <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter where you go; they're, they're weird. Literally, everyone's weird except for the mellophones. That's for the listeners I mean, to decide. <laughs> Let us know on social media. Do you Let us think know. Melophones are weird. <laughs> so when so everybody had you know their transition from high school to college, obviously. But what was one thing that I guess that you missed about high school that you didn't get from the college band experience?
I will say, actually, I did in high school. I went on like a, a trip with the band every year. So like that was, I guess, something that I missed is getting to go on those. But we were supposed to go, I think, this year or next year. But, you know, everything's <laughs> who knows now. Savannah, how about you? I think there's not really much from my high school band experience that I miss because I think I experience it, if not better, now in Husky Band. So I'm the odd one out then that does miss some of it. Yeah. I think that just speaks to like being in high school and like wanting to go beyond and do college band. Like there is a lot more out there that you can experience. So if you're like listening right now and you're thinking about it, um, you can hear all the stories from us about it too. I would say that, you know, the, the one thing that I really do miss about high school band is the competitive nature of it. Um, Cause I know not every high school band is competitive, but mine did compete. We, we competed in the U S band circuit. But I do miss that competitive nature of, um, of it that you really, I mean, in college band, we're competitive about our teams. Uh, and I would say that we definitely care about our teams more than most people did in high school band. But at the same time, th there's competitions that I do miss. Although, I mean, there are some smaller schools. Uh, usually it's not the, the D1 FBS schools. Um, but there are, you know, the, the smaller, like, regional tournaments. I know... Um, there's the Honda and uh, the HBCU band circles, um, which is a big, uh, it's a big competition showcase down in Atlanta. Um, I do agree with you, Craig. I That, that is another thing I miss, just seeing other bands in person. Like, you know, we can always tune in to, like, you know, a YouTube live stream or something, or just watch them on YouTube. But, like, it doesn't have the same impact as being there at a stadium and just seeing band after band after band perform their best that they've been performing, you know, all season long. That That is one aspect that I kind of I, I do miss a little bit. But at the same time... There's so many things that are just so great about college band that, you know, it's not like I'd replace my college experience with four more years of high school band by any means. Definitely not. I think one thing that like I, my high school band didn't compete. So like that aspect of band, I just never experienced. So it's like, it's hard for me to miss that not having experienced it. So I think that's just a different angle true, true. from yeah, high school bands that I have. Yeah, mine didn't either. So it was just kind of like showing up on a Friday night and doing our thing in the stands and doing our show. So maybe we could talk about what we wish we had known in high school band going into college band. I think if there's one thing that stands out to me, you need to stock up on your highlighters for those drill charts <laughs> that I was talking about earlier. So you can keep track of where you're going and like where you're at on the sheets and stuff. You, you see, Savannah, we have, um, <laughs> I, I use it. I use it. No, we don't have that. We're not that fancy, but I used to think that, oh my God, I have to read this, like the, the actual chart, like every day, but we have, um, 
coordinate sheets now so it just like tells you the exact place you need to be at like this measure it's basically udb but without like any of the fancy phone integration it's just a piece of paper yeah, but it's so should... much better than like having to read the chart <laughs> so yeah we but, still um... use big packets <laughs> and i stick them in the in the bib we have bibs that we wear i keep them yeah that's like i remember the shows you know I, I, they, they make you happy until you get caught in the oh rain yeah and they get stuck together and they turn purple. And reapply it too. Definitely. Um, for me, it, it, it's not like there's a, there, there really isn't a specific thing that I didn't know. Like, I feel like a lot of the stuff that I learned here is just experience stuff that you just have to experience for yourself. It's not something that you should know about beforehand. Um, but there are a bunch of little things, uh, like bringing an extra liar to a game day is very, very beneficial at times. Uh, taking like in a flip folder, you know how they have those, sh the clear sheets and then there's like a black thing in the middle. Uh, taking that out is very good. Um, it's always better to, to remove those because when you have a lot of music, it makes your folder lighter. And if there's any water, that thing sucks up all the water and gets all your pages wet. So that's another thing. And then my final one, I guess, if we're keeping track, is uh, on the flip folders, instead of like that weird like clasp that holds the pages together, like that metal ring clasp, if you replace that with a key ring, it won't shred up your pages every time you try to turn a page. <clears throat> yeah you learn a lot <laughs> and, yeah and I would say that you know the one piece of advice from somebody who's who's gone through it is uh, enjoy the ride you know I spent a lot of time just stressing about like oh no you know like how am I going to learn all this drill how am I going to learn all this music you know the game is you know four days away we've got four hours of rehearsal before game day and we still don't have it done. Don't worry. Trust the process. Just, you know, do what your director says and just just enjoy yeah. it. Like, because you're going to blink and it's going to be over. And, you know, I, I – exactly. It's just you – know, it's, a, <laughs> don't it's text. A, a fast time. And band is a fun – band is a great time and – just make sure you stop and smell the roses. Like, if your team sucks, it doesn't matter. Enjoy the time. 
I I spent my sophomore year watching my team get shut out week in and week out. And the band was compared to the musicians on the Titanic. And it doesn't matter because we still had fun. There was a game where it started out 60 degrees and sunny, and we were all bundled up because we knew it was going to get cold. By the end of the night, the temperature had dropped below freezing. It had rained, snowed, sleeted, thundered. Like, anything you can imagine, it had done it, basically, besides, like, a tornado. But because we were there together, we were still having fun. And I would say, you know what? This even extends outside of band. Just have fun, you know, especially if you're listening to this, you're in high school right now, getting ready to go to college, trying to decide, you know, do I want to do band in college or not? Take a leap of faith, you know. Just, just do it. And enjoy the experience. I know for my, myself, I told myself I was going to do college band for one year, use that to get to know people and kind of familiarize myself with the campus a little bit. Then I was going to be done with band. Five years later, I'm sitting here on a college marching <laughs> band podcast. So, yeah, like, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So just take that leap of faith and just give it a shot. Just do it. You know, it's funny that you say that, Craig, because I was actually not going to do marching band in college either, which is weird, right? Whoa. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I was only – Jason, Mr. Knows I was planning. I was planning to only do concert band, which is kind of weird to think about now. But I remember um, over the summer, we um, the SLs do recruiting um, just to get more people to join, as you do. Uh, and my section leader at the time – texted me and, and was like hey do you want to do marshman and i was like you know i wasn't really considering it but you could probably convince me and then he ended up convinced me it took like what two days to convince me but i was and i'm very glad i did it i'm so glad i didn't like miss out on a year especially because now we actually missed out on a year so i'm very glad i i took advantage of the time i had <laughs> it's better to sweat when it's hot than to freeze when it's cold. Yeah. From what Annabelle said, I also want to say check the weather before every rehearsal. Mm -hmm. Before you leave for every rehearsal, before you leave for game day, I don't care. It doesn't matter if it's 6 a.m. If it's 6 a.m. call time, you have to be up and, like, out by, like, 5 to get there in time. I don't know what your campus is like. But, you know, just make sure you check the weather and dress appropriately. Because, you know, if it's early September, it's going to be hot. If it's late November, early December, you know, or maybe bowl game season, it's going to be cold. Be smart. But other than that, you know, I think it's uh, about time we hop over into, uh, into our interviews and see what our guests have to say about this. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I'm here with my good friend, Hayden Kaczynski, who is here to talk about a really awesome program that she's been a part of pertaining to high school band. It's called the Seattle All-City Marching Band. Um, anyways, Hayden, do you want to tell us a little bit about All-City and what they do? Yeah, for sure. 
So the Seattle All City Marching Band is a summer marching band that performs in parades all over the Seattle area. And uh, it pulls high school students from all over the like greater Seattle region. You know, it's very largely from the Seattle Public Schools District, but we get people from, you know, up north, up down south. It's not just limited to Seattle. Um, so typically there are rehearsals like three nights a week during the summer. It's about a seven week program. And then a lot of the time the parades will be on the weekends. Some of the bigger parades that we do include the Torchlight Parade in downtown Seattle, and we also do the Peach Parade in Penticton. I believe it's the Peach Parade. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of fun. We put on an event called Band Jam that we invite different band, uh, marching bands from the Seattle area, and they'll come and perform on the field in Memorial Stadium in the Seattle Center downtown, um, and it'll all conclude with a performance by the All City Band. Um, other than that, I think that's, like, kind of a good brief summary of it. Yeah, it's really cool, because, like, I know, um, I actually learned about the Seattle All City Marching Band when I started college, like, learning about people who had been involved in it, so since then I've been, like, looking at it, and it seems, like, super fun. I'm, I'm curious, though, like, how did you... How did you get involved with it initially? Because I know we both did high school band at our schools, but that's kind of separately. So if you could talk about that. Yeah. Um, so I actually first learned about it in middle school. They had someone, I don't remember who, but one of the staff or maybe a student came in and talked about All City and just, you know, gave a quick little presentation. Um, you know, this is what it is. This is what our rehearsal schedule is. So that was kind of my first exposure to it. Um I didn't join that year just because I was like a little bit scared of the time commitment and, you know, my parents, you know, had things planned for over the summer. But, you know, once I got into high school, I've had like a little bit more freedom in my schedule, a little bit more uh, individuality. Um, and I was able to join after my junior year. And... Uh, you know, there are lots of people from my high school that joined and that were part of it. And so I already had like a community once I started that of uh, people that I already knew. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk more about kind of like the high school band experience because, you know, it, I personally like my high school band experience was very different than my college band experience now. Um, I'm curious about how your experience with the Seattle All-City Marching Band may have impacted your overall high school band experience or if that really like changed how you viewed um, your plans to do band in college? Yeah. Um, so in terms of my high school band experience, I would say that like it didn't necessarily directly impact. I don't like directly see the impacts, but um, it gave me a much larger community that I was a part of than just my high school band. Um, I had friends from other schools and their school marching bands. Um, and I was able to be exposed to like different styles of marching band. Uh, my high school is very, it was a core style. We focused on our like our halftime show for football season. And then, you know, we did a couple parades in the spring, but it was nothing like big we just did like two parades um 
but All City is very different from that in that it's a traditional style marching band. Uh, actually, the style is kind of based on what Husky band st marching style used to be. Um, and, the, you know, the teaching style is very different. And so it allowed me to be exposed to a very different experience of marching band. And I think that was a really good thing just because, you know, we tend to get stuck in our own little bubbles and that like allowed me to see other options. And then kind of similarly, similarly in terms of college marching band, um, it didn't necessarily like directly impact my decision to go into marching band in college, but um, I think it definitely, again, gave me more of a community once I did get into, go into marching band. Um, I like came into audition day and saw people that I knew and, you know, I joined the band and, oh, look, there's our, you know, our saxophone staff over in the saxophone section of the band. Yeah. Um, so like, it kind of gave me that basis of community. And, um, again, the marching style and the teaching style was a little bit more similar to Husky bands. So there was a little bit of a basis there. But it didn't, like, give me a leg up on the audition process or anything, nor should it. Um, right. But, you know, it kind of just helped that community build a little bit quicker. So I think that with, like, my high school band experience, there was, like, a handful of us who, you know, we had aspirations to kind of move on into, um, into the college band world. But I think it's interesting having an atmosphere like Seattle All City that kind of allows people to come together with something a little bit different than the high school band atmosphere where, you know, you're all at school all day, you might see each other, and it seems like a kind of removed setting that might, like, allow you to push yourself musically and, like, all, like, technically that way. So, um, do you think that people in All City or in any kind of extracurricular band program that they could participate in outside of high school is, like, encouraging to join in, in college is that kind of something you've noticed or um I think especially with all city that is the case just because like most of the entire staff comes from uh college marching bands very largely husky band but um I know there's also been like Berkeley and some other places represented in our staff um and it's kind of interesting because all the, the staff are alumni of the band. So you can directly see like, okay, here's this person that was in the band in high school. And look, they're now in um, the UW Husky Marching Band and they're doing this. I can do that too. I'm a member of the band. Um, yeah, I think it's really important to have kind of your leadership or the people you know like directors and stuff that you might look up to in high school have that kind of experience especially if you're interested in doing that in the future so I think that's something that's really interesting about it because you know not everybody in every high school band gets that kind of resource so that's something that's really unique about it too I think um, you talked about some of those parades that you've done and all the band jam as well are there any other cool opportunities that you've been to been involved in with All City? I know I already talked about Torchlight, but I think Torchlight was always my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, just because, like, that was our big event of the year. You know, we'd all, each section would, like, go to someone's house before the parade and get all dressed up. And we'd, you know, do lights on our instruments and face paint and all of that. 
And then we go down to the Seattle Center and get to hang out with all of our friends and then go and perform in this super cool parade. Um, So, you know, I think that was always one of my favorite ones that we did. Yeah, it is super fun because, like, I remember my first experience with the Seafair Torchlight Parade. For anybody that's listening, it's a parade that happens in the downtown Seattle area during the summer. It's this whole kind of festival thing where people will come and line the streets. And usually during the summer, all Seattle All City Marching Band will, will participate and uh, Husky Band will participate in some way or another. And I got to be a part of it for the first time, I think. It must have been two years ago. And it was just so fun to be able to like see people and just kind of do a parade in like the local area because I had never experienced that before. Anything, I think beforehand it was just the Rose Parade. <laughs> that was like the biggest parade, you know, I had experienced at that point. And it was fun to be able to do that kind of locally. So I totally agree. That was a super cool experience. I do want to talk about just in general, you know, it doesn't have to be all city marching band related or not. Do you have any favorite high school band memories that you remember that you could talk about? So in high school, my high school band would go to the Victoria Parade up in Victoria, Canada each every other year not every year um and that was always a really fun parade just because especially like during my freshman year and my junior year when I hadn't done all city yet we got to go and march in this really big parade in front of a ton of people and that was just something that I hadn't really experienced before um especially when I was like in my first year of high school marching band and so that was kind of normally one of my favorite memories from high school band just because I got to go and hang out with my friends and then march in this super cool parade in front of all of these people in like a new place that I hadn't been before yeah that sounds super cool you know in high school any travel that you get is just super fun with your friends especially with band friends too so I can imagine that was super cool I'm thinking about how you know we're we're featuring Seattle All-City Marching Band because it's just this really cool and unique opportunity that high school students in the area get to be involved in like a different area and I think it would be super cool for other people around the country if you have um, programs around your area that sound similar to this that you've heard of and you're hearing this and you're like I really want to do that you know there's a lot of reasons why you should you know band family is always great there's friends you can make you know we've talked about it here um But I know, you know, we've both been through high school bands, so I'm trying to think of some advice I can give to high school band people right now if you're thinking about pursuing college band. And I think the one thing that comes to mind is kind of when you're doing your high school band, focus on learning how to read your drill charts, you know, learn how to read those, um, and try to maybe memorize your music. Try and do that a little bit. And then, you know, practice, obviously. I think that's pretty pretty straightforward but you know if you're listening right now and you're in high school and you're thinking about auditioning for a college band program just know that all of us here believe in you and we think that you can do it and it's definitely worth it and if you have any questions for us you can find us on social media which you'll hear at the end of the episode um but do you have any you have any advice for anybody Hayden or did I cover it all or (laughs) I mean my advice would be just go for it like there's so much to gain and it's in my experience at least it has been absolutely worth it I've never regretted doing like high school or college marching band yeah absolutely I totally agree 
thank you so much, Hayden, for coming on here with me and talking about Seattle All City. You know, if you're listening right now and you're in high school looking for opportunities like this, you know, you should go for it. Maybe maybe reach out and try to do something like this. Um, it's a really unique thing in the Seattle area, so if you can find something around you as well, super cool thing to do. Um, but, yeah, thanks, Hayden, for coming on. And, and we will get right back to the rest of the show. And we're back for this final segment on this March 4th episode of College Band Radio. And in this last segment, we wanted to talk about our college marching band experiences. And we wanted to basically, for anyone who might consider uh, wanting to join a college marching band once they enter college, we wanted to let you know why you should consider doing it. I think one thing I've really loved about, I mean, there are a lot of things I've loved about the PMB. It's less pressure than it was for me in high school. Um, Just coming from a smaller ensemble, I always had a lot of pressure on me to kind of like get everything right all the time. Like I had to be like perfect, whereas in the PMB, to me, it's more relaxed and I really enjoy it. It's a nice way to like, it's a really nice way just to make music and still stay involved in music, even when that's not my major. And I've definitely met a lot of friends here. The PMB is definitely like a family. Our family atmosphere is really important to us. So like, I've really loved that. I, I was, I've been thinking about this, you know, recently as, you know, as we were prepping for this episode and thinking back, it was just such a great experience. I've been having a hard time thinking about like specific reasons, specific things about it that just made it fun. But it was all of, all of the small things that happened. Um, and like, obviously, you know, that you remember the big things earlier in the episode, you guys heard me talk about like one crazy experience that I had in the Rutgers band that just made it fun. But like, that was one of the big things that stood out in my memory, but you know, it really, what makes the experience and what makes it isn't those, those big events that happen once a season, you know, or even potentially like once in your college career, like going to like a tournament or winning a a bowl game, just hanging out. You know, those little side conversations, you know, those little jokes that make you crack up and because you're laughing when you're supposed to come in, you end up cracking the note and, you know, because you're just having fun with your friends. Um, And sure, you can have fun with your friends in any like in any setting, um, but there's something special about it, about how band just creates a family. For example, I mean... I had never met any of the people on this podcast before we started it. And, you know, now they're some of my closest friends. Annabelle, how about you? (laughs) Um, For me, definitely the people, um, first and foremost. I think, you know, it's the people that you spend all those rehearsals with that really make them count. Um, um, So we have a saying in Marching Mizzou, it's called like making memories. And so anytime we're in terrible conditions, our director, who is a alumni of Marching Mood, she goes, but you guys are making memories. And we're always like, Dr. Knops, it's uh, two degrees and it's sleeting. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we're kind of miserable in that moment, but she's totally right. Um, and she'll talk about how she'll go to alumni events and they'll be at like Shakespeare's, which is like our local pizza place. Um, and, you know, it's like tons of old band people from all over the decades. And you know like that's the thing that you remember was you and your friends and that raining out game um or you and your friends on that 10 hour bus trip you know or just like the experiences you have and so for me it's definitely that's those little like making memories um even though they kind of seem bad or 
you're like, oh, I would love to be inside of a dome, or I would love for it to be <laughs> 70 degrees and sunny right now. Um, it's They're just like what, every, what makes everything count. I think the best thing about band are the band people, are the band kids. Um, you know, like even for this year, even if, though like we weren't always playing, we weren't always marching, uh, like we still had a great season, and that was what made up for it. Um, and also just the experiences of getting to be like involved with your university even further. I think a lot of mistake freshmen like that freshmen make is they don't get involved. They're like, oh, I don't want to be overwhelmed or, oh, I don't know anyone. And I think that's the time when you should get involved, you know? And so like just being able to represent, you know, Mizzou and the university and get all those cool experiences at games or at trips that not everyone gets to go to. I think that's a really great point, Annabelle, especially with the idea that so many people don't do it because they're like, oh, I don't know anybody or, oh, I won't know anybody. Um, For me, that really made the transition to college just so much easier because rather than moving in and having all this time just just like sit in my dorm room waiting for classes to start, I got to move all my stuff in and then I immediately had something to go do and people to like be with. And I wound up meeting literally my two best friends in the whole world my first day at band camp as a freshman and your band just really becomes your family because you meet all these other freshmen who are also like scared and they don't know what's going on um and you just all work together and you figure it out and the upperclassmen and the administration in the band they're there to help you and it really helps you like build a community and become a part of something bigger than yourself on campus Mm -hmm. And I just think that makes really everything so much easier because, like, no matter how bad your day is going, you're like, hey, in three hours, I get to go to marching rehearsal. I'm going to see all my friends three times a week or five times a week, however much your band practices. And it just really makes an enormous difference. Um, I know one thing that Dr. Mertz has always really emphasized at UNI is he was like, we are the finest organization on this or any other campus. And that's because of our, it's not because of our music abilities, it's not because of the cool sets we make, it's because of our atmosphere and how we care about one another so deeply, and it makes the band so much stronger. And I just can't emphasize enough that everybody should pursue that if you have the opportunity to. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that one, Hannah. I've met some of my, I've met some of the best people um, in my college career and just in general through uh mighty sound of maryland waking up at 6 a.m on a game day while you know in that moment it sucks because you have to wake up at 6 a.m on a saturday the actual game day experience um of going to a college football game of being there with your friends watching college football um doing tailgates that kind of stuff that's absolutely incredible in college it's about the friends that you make and it's about those bonds that you experience and that is absolutely incredible because you can meet some of the best people that you'll ever meet uh, just by having, you know, saying, hey, having a quick conversation with someone. And then in a month or two from spending a bunch of time with practice with them and game days and all of that, and they become some of your best friends. And it's it's absolutely incredible. I was going to say, really with what Alex said is another Dr. Mertz saying is that band people are the best people. And that's just what it boils down to. Like, People in band, they're just the best people. <laughs> they're something else. <laughs> That's what makes them great. And like with my experience personally, um, like when I've been recruiting people 
Um, or like even like talking to upperclassmen. So at the end of each season, our seniors get to do something called a senior speech. And those that didn't do band in their underclassmen years, the same ever, every one of them says the same thing. It's like, I wish I would have done it. I regret, you know, not doing it my freshman or I, re- I regret not doing it my sophomore year. Um, and that's kind of how I think we all feel now since we kind of lost this season due to COVID. But they're like, man, if I could have had one more year of this, like how much, you know, like it's been so amazing. You know, like I wish, I just wish I would have done it. So that's like my advice um, to like the people who they never thought they were going to do it. And then they did on a whim, you know, they regretted it. And, you know, like for me personally, I tried to live my life with that regrets. And so something I tell impossible incoming members is just, just do it. Like, it's not a contract. It's not a housing contract. You know, try out band camp if you don't like it. Then, then you can leave, you know, like, or you can be like, oh, maybe this isn't for me, or, you know, maybe I'm too busy, maybe next year. Um, but, but try it, and I promise it'll be worth it. Um, on the slim chance it isn't, then, you know, like you said, you don't have any regrets, and you don't have this big what if. All right, well, that concludes our discussion for this, but before we end this episode, Hannah, it's time for the FCS update. What do you got for us? Well, in today's FCS update in a flash. The biggest news on the docket for everybody. North Dakota State University lost. Their 39-game win streak has ended. Uh, Southern Illinois thwomped them on Saturday. It was 14-28. And the 39-game win streak was actually the third longest in history in both FCS or FBS. Um, so it was second only to Oklahoma and UW. Uh, so that was pretty crazy. They are now no longer la- ranked number one. Um, and really, this weekend was just kind of a bad time for a lot of ranked teams. We saw North Dakota beat number three, South Dakota State. South Dakota upset number seven, Illinois State. VMI edged number 10, Furman, today in just a few of them. And then another big thing that happens, I think some of you saw this video, is you and I was at Youngstown State and a you and I receiver w- ran out of bounds like he was cut off out of bounds, which, you know, no big deal. Well, in clear view of the cameras, he got shoulder checked by a trainer on the Youngstown State team. So understandably, everybody was pretty upset about that. So that gentleman who shall not be named has officially been suspended for the rest of the season. And another kind of pattern we're seeing right now is some of the typical top schools, that kind of top five grouping we usually see, um, kind of a problem they're starting to run into this season is that so many of their players that were going to the NFL draft either transferred to FBS schools just so they'd be able to get one more in one more season of football before the draft without getting delayed there, or they opted out of the spring season once again to pursue the draft. Um, so those are schools like UNI, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, and Illinois State. That's really kind of impacted how we're playing. So a lot of the usual suspects are a lot more vulnerable th- than usual this year. So it's going to be an interesting season that way. And then for your wrap-up, we've got the top five. James Madison has come in at number one. Weber State is at number two. UNI is backed to number three. North Dakota is number four, and Villanova is at number five. I can't believe I didn't even know North Dakota State lost, so this is... It was big news. 
Yeah, clearly. Losing by two touchdowns? Jeez. Um, what kind of put the nail in the coffin and really stalled their momentum is going into halftime. Uh, somebody on Southern Illinois caught one of those crazy Hail Mary passes, ran it for a touchdown. And going into halftime, um, they were up, I believe it was 17-7. That's just a momentum killer right there. And you're either going to go into the locker room fired up to like come back out and make it right on the field, or you're going to go in and just kind of quietly fall apart. Um, just yeah. You can't get that traction back. And we really saw them kind of fall apart. But then Southern Illinois was on that emotional high of, beating North Dakota state, which we all wish we could do. So, so let's, let's, we gotta get, we gotta hand it to the Salukis for this one. Shout out to the Salukis and also crazy things going on at the Fargo dome in the future. Uh, but thank you so much, Hannah, for the FCS update for this episode. And for everyone listening, this concludes our March 4th episode. Thanks so much, everyone, for taking the time to listen to this. Make sure you share this podcast with all of your friends before we talk about where you can find College Band Radio. Hannah, where can people follow this beautiful podcast that we do? You can follow us on YouTube and Instagram at College Band Radio, and you can follow us on Twitter at College Band RDO. Perfect. And uh, thank you once again to College Marching, our fabulous partner and our wonderful sponsor, Flip Folder app. So from all of us, stay safe, stay healthy, please wear a mask, and we'll talk to you guys next week.